you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. We have an excellent program. We have a special guest in studio from the Glenn team at Infinitas, Mel Myers. And again, she's with the Glenn team at Infinitas. If you want to reach out to the great folks at the Glenn team at Infinitas, 913-563-7327. We're going to be talking about estate planning planning today and mel welcome to senior care live thank you steve all right so let's just start off with i think estate planning has almost been genericized a a little bit as a term and a lot i know a lot of times it's kind of intermingled inappropriately with with elder law so let's go with 101 Mm -hmm. what is estate planning well, to answer your question, I want to ask you a question first, if that's okay. Now, wait a minute. I didn't know I was going to be under fire. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So most of us could agree that we work really hard to accumulate or to, we work really hard for what we have, whether that's physically the, the possessions that we own or that's the money in our bank account, our retirement account. We work really hard for what we have. No doubt. Yep. So would you agree that you'd like to decide what happens to your physical possessions or how your money is passed on to your loved ones or to something you're passionate about? Or or Mm -hmm. do you think that you'd rather just have somebody else decide that for you? Mm, Let me think about that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I I would want control over that. So, yeah. So estate planning is simply putting together a plan and making decisions on what do you want to have happen with your physical possessions and with your money. In the event of your death. In the event of your death. Okay. Or in the event of you being permanently disabled. Okay, okay. So you simply taking the time to sit down and decide what do I want and then putting it on paper that the state legally recognizes as, okay, you've made these decisions and they follow state law. So we're going to take your decisions versus the default. Okay. I, default sounds bad. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I would definitely rather state my wishes in advance uh, should I pass away or in advance of me becoming disabled. So, uh, okay. So then a great follow-up question on that. So you asked me a question. I got one for you. So, <laughs> but uh, so who needs estate planning? Everyone needs estate planning. No matter who you are, your age, your income, you need estate planning because you have items that you own. You have money in your bank account. Um, And really, everyone needs it because it it goes beyond just the physical possessions. You know, it's really creating a plan. It's walking through as an advisor, you know, walking through and making sure who are your beneficiaries? Are they up to date? Um, It is making sure that your loved ones know what you want in the time of, you know, we all are going to pass away one day, right? It is a part of life. Sure. And so making sure your loved ones know that whether or not you want to be cremated or how, you know, how you want to have your end of life. If you've got a cancer treatment, what do you want? Not allowing other people to make decisions for you, but proactively having those conversations so there is a plan. And we all are going to go through life and have experiences. So everyone needs estate planning. And what is the benefit of having an estate plan? 
The biggest benefit is the confidence that the decisions you've made will be carried out, that the individuals that you trust or maybe hiring somebody to help you Mm -hmm. and not putting a burden on your loved ones um, is also an option. So the biggest benefit, I think, is peace of mind in assuring that what you want will actually happen and that it is a gift to your loved ones. I think there's no doubt about that. I have seen, and I'm sure you've, you've seen all of this as well, but I, I've seen so many times when you have family members and they there may be disagreement. Now, they may all uh, want the best thing for you, but they may have a different opinion on what that best thing is. And so, so that just settles all of that, and that's the gift. We don't have to argue about these things. This is what mom wants or dad wants. This is what they stated, and so we need to follow that plan. And by the way, it's a legal document, so we have to follow that plan, but that's it just right. takes all of that, all of that potential um, adversarial uh, conflict, it takes that all away. It's gone. Yeah, and I can tell you from personal experience, between my husband and I, in less than a 10-year period, we had eight family members pass away. Oh, my gosh. So at a very young age, I saw a lot of adulting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We experienced a lot of uh, life at a very young age. And so that actually is what compelled me to become a financial advisor and to help people navigate these challenging situations because I have personally experienced when somebody has taken proactive planning – all the way down to writing their own obituary so the loved ones didn't have to. Okay. What a gift is that? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, the grieving process that we experienced was night and day different to fast forward to a different family member um, who passed away. Their child didn't know if they wanted to be cremated or oh, buried. Oh, no. They had to make that decision. Oh, and then, and then there's a question. Did I do what the person who passed away, did I do what they wanted or did I not? That's right. I mean – it was, there was You'll so never much, know that. You can't answer that. You, yeah. There was so much second guessing. There were other family members who were getting involved. It was very stressful. Oh. And that child, you know, really struggled. And mm. it just creates family turmoil. And, we, you know, as parents, we don't want that for our kids. We don't want that for our siblings. So really, estate planning is proactively giving a gift and making decisions and having those conversations. And then just stepping on the negative side of things, because I'm, and I'm sure you've seen this, I've seen it way too much. When there's money involved with someone passing away, people get weird. People come uh, out of the woodwork. They, they do, they do. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden it is this, and this is really ugly, but it's true. I've seen it over and over and over again. It's a money grab. And Guess what? If 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 you you can state where your money and where your stuff go, you you can you can state that. I want it to go here. I want it to go there. I want it to go to this person to this charity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And someone that you did not want or intend for your assets to go to, it's it's not going there because you stated where you wanted to go. So it takes care of that too. That's right. Sometimes this gets really, really ugly and it's it just kind of grosses me out. But it's there's a negative side of this and you can prevent all of that. Yeah, and I think where people don't do this is they think that estate planning, that word estate, right? You think of a big lawn, you think of a mansion. Mm-hmm. I think individuals shy away from it. One, because legal jargon is boring and confusing. <laughs> uh, but it. It seems a little daunting or, oh, I don't have enough money for that. So people shy away from it. And really, it truly is for everyone. 
and they need to just take the time to have the conversations yep. um, and to make sure that they're putting them in the legal documents. Yep. There's no, your estate plan could can, can be small. It can be huge. But it, your estate is your estate, regardless of the size. That's a really good point. Uh, so what does creating an estate plan, what, what does that entail? So the basics is really making sure that you have or what you physically receive is going to be a power of attorney, and that's going to be a healthcare power of attorney. You're going to get a second power of attorney, which is for financial, right? Okay, so those are separated out. There's two different documents there. I think there. that's a great idea. Yep. And then a universal HIPAA, and that is to make sure that the individuals you want to be able to have medical information, reach out to your doctors, be able to be in the hospital, um, that they can do that. They so, have they have access to your protected healthcare information. That is correct. Okay. That is what a universal HIPAA is. Okay. And then uh, uh, last thing for the basics would be a last will and testament, also known as a will. Okay. More advanced planning would include a trust. And there's all different types of trust. Um, and what type of trust you would need or whether or not this was appropriate for you is where I would recommend an attorney. Okay. And a trust, correct me if I'm wrong, and a trust would then be somewhat of a replacement for a will because it directs your assets to where where you want them and it avoids probate. The will is a pour over or pours over to your trust. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. And it would Yes, the trust would then hold your assets and it would be used as a tool to specifically state where you want things to go financially mm-hmm. um, and how and when, at what ages. I mean, you can control how that is divided and who is your executor deciding those, right? Okay. Taking the action. Yep. So in family situations, you can remove that burden from a child by hiring a third party. A third party, yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that that's even an option. That is such excellent information. So look, if this is if this is resonating with you, if you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have, you know, three or four children. We have... Our in-laws, we love, we love our daughter-in-law. We, you know, we love our son-in-law, but you know, we're, we're not. We want this to be between our family, and we don't want this tug of war. So we need to, we need to talk about this estate plan. Reach out to the Glenn team at Infinitas nine one three five six three seven three two seven. And now the Senior Care Live question of the week. This is a really good one. Writing my wishes down on anything, including a napkin, is enough to make sure my wishes for my estate are carried out. Is that statement true or false? What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. This is a really good question. Writing my wishes down on anything, including a napkin, is enough to make sure my wishes for my estate are carried out. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And Mel, I'll guarantee you this caught people 
off guard because I'll, I know a lot of people have scribbled down their wishes. But why is that statement false? The reality is you need a legal document that follows your state's statutory requirements to ensure that what you want to happen happens. I can tell you stories where, or we might all know of stories where um, a farmer specifically comes to mind who uh, had a tractor accident and he scratched in the side of the tractor that he wanted everything to go to his wife. And there was a picture that was taken and a judge actually held it up in court. So there is that story, but then there are stories. And, that, and that's a real story. That is a real story. Oh, wow. Okay. There is another story where on a sheet of paper, handwritten sheet of paper, everything mm-hmm. was to go to one of the three children. Ooh. Yeah. And the other two children were like, what? No, that mm-hmm. can't be correct. They took it to court, and it's called contesting it. They contested it in court. Yep. And the judge then had them divide everything equally. Right. They actually had to sell one of the uh, belongings that was really special to one of the kids, a place that they owned, had to be sold. And then the money was divided. Just divide that, sell the asset and then divide the the, the value of the asset. So, Correct. Yeah. So instead of keeping that special place that they owned that meant so much to that one child, mm-hmm. they were required by court to sell it. And then split it up. So there's someone else making the decisions for you rather than you making the decisions for yourself. And the other the other thing that comes to mind is I, I'll almost guarantee you that there are a lot of folks and they'll say, well, we're going to send we're going to give everything to maybe the most responsible child of the two or the three or the four. And then they'll just divvy it up. Correct. And really what that does is that pins <laughs> one child. Idea. <laughs> yes. It makes the one child the bad guy because they're now making the decisions versus the parent or the parents deciding, hey, this is what we want to happen and having that conversation. No, instead they're putting X child to be in the position of the bad guy. There's and just not a win win. And guess what? That child doesn't have to give it to the other two siblings. They could just keep it all because guess what? It was willed to them. They that don't is- have to. That's correct. And the other kids could contest it, but then you're talking about going to probate. You're talking about a lot of court fees, legal fees. Mm-hmm. It could be years. Oh. Things get frozen. Oh. And so it's yeah. just not – that's not a plan, right? If this is getting your attention, reach out to Mel Myers with the Glenn team at Infinitas, 913-563-7327. She's a financial advisor and legal liaison, again, at the Glenn team at Infinitas. Uh, and guess what? She she does retirement planning, Social Security planning, and elder planning. So she is really fine-tuned into all of these issues uh, as it as they relate to finances, right? So, uh, again, 913-563-7327, anywhere in the country. You can call that number and get some great information. Have your plan. You know, Maybe, I, I think this is a good idea. Get a second opinion. If you haven't heard from your financial advisor uh, in the last 6 or 12 months, um, there's a red flag for me. I would get a second opinion. Uh, if you're not sure about your plan, you're a little uneasy, get a second opinion. It's free of charge, and I would definitely recommend doing that. So, Mel, you mentioned uh, wills. In, in, is that all someone really needs when preparing their estate plan? It could be. And I say that as kind of a vague statement. Every family, every situation is different. And so it could just be a will. And um, and, and you could have uh, 
pay on death or transfer on death. And if all of that is in order and you're really organized with your beneficiaries, you're really on top of this, which let's be honest, most individuals are not, They're right? Not. Yeah. This is the last That's thing true. you want to be doing. Well, it's an uncomfortable it is. thought. It's an uncomfortable conversation and it's really uncomfortable to say okay well when i'm dead all of this stuff is gonna i mean that's not comfortable that's right there was an individual that came to me um, or a family that came to me that they thought they had done everything correct they didn't need a trust Mm -hmm. and uh but they forgot a motor on a boat and so they had to go to probate court because the boat motor did not have the proper titling oh. in order for them to avoid probate. So it had to go to probate anyways. So that's where trust and more advanced planning <laughs> comes in. If you really don't want to even have to worry about probate at all, that is where a trust comes in. It is a tool for you to put everything, your assets, the things that you own to into the trust or have the beneficiary be the trust. And then your executor, you would name a person mm-hmm. to then execute what you want. If you go to probate, just for English, right, because what is probate, in in case you don't know, it really just means that it's going to go to a court where there is a judge, and a judge is then going to decide, and depending on who comes out of the woodwork and Mm -hmm. starts contesting things, right, Mm -hmm. or a random scammer says, oh, no, this person owed me $2,000, and you have no idea, that's that's a real thing. Yep, yep. You're leaving it up to chance. And so why not use the tool in the tool belt that is available to you? And again, someone else making the decisions for you or you make your own decisions. Uh, I did, that. This just is really hammering that home. I, I For me, it is. Uh, so is this when you set up your estate plan, you just walk away from it, set it and forget it. You don't need to worry about it again. It could be a one time plan depending on where you're at in life. Right. So if you are older and you do have correct uh, transfer on death in place for your vehicle and uh, transfer on death for your house, and you have your last will and testament that states everything. Those essential legal documents um, could be set up if you're, again, in more of an aging stage or or later years in your life. Mm-hmm. But if you're a younger family who um, has children involved, things change throughout your life life events happen sure yeah um so it sounds like you need to maybe review that once a year that's right i would highly recommend reviewing it once a year and as a financial advisor as a benefit of working with a professional who is going to help you stay accountable to hey is our will is our trust is everything up to date is it titled correctly okay and so we just have a few seconds left but where where do you start with this do you need to hire a professional do you do this yourself how do you how do you go about starting this you can do this on your own or there's, you know, out on the World Wide Web, you can uh, download different documents. I've seen individuals do Rocket Lawyer or Legal Zoom, but those are all really generic papers. So yeah. I recommend that you use a professional in your state. I always do that as well. Yes. Because they are going to know your specific state law and the statutory requirements of what is needed to make sure that the tool that you think you have is actually going to work for you. Okay. And so if somebody doesn't have a vetted professional or a pre- professional, we have vetted professionals that we can connect them to. Excellent. Excellent. Reach out to Mel Myers at 913-563-7327. She's part of the the excellent Glenn team at Infinitas. And Mel, thanks so much for coming in today. It was excellent information. You did a great job. Thank you so much. All right, we'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. 
Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. 